This episode of the award-winning Here For A Podcast is brought to you by Edumacation. I don't care how slow or differently abled you may be. There's no possibility that you can be 13 and in third grade at the same time. I would say he's still learning arithmetic. <sighs> Y'all favorite city girl bird keeps proving me right every time she opens her mouth. This week she gave it. This past week she gave an interview on Breakfast Club, which I'm still boycotting. But I we're saw, still boycotting. I saw the link on Twitter, so okay. I didn't give them no view. It was on Twitter. So a little clip, a little snippet, where she was talking about having um, consensual slash statutory rape with her current baby daddy when she was 13 and he was 15. She has a child. Oh wow! Breaking news. Okay, wow. Um, she was thirteen. And, he was fifteen, and she was in the third grade. And so Charlemagne's face went like, <laughs> and she stayed in it, loud and wrong. Just was like, yeah, third grade, thirteen. <laughs> there is no way, in all of your three hundred five Miami life, that you could be thirteen in the third grade. Well, there is a way, but maybe um. Well, shout out to Patty LaBelle. Ain't no way. Because it ain't no way. <laughs> That's what I got. Uh, and this is before Betsy DeVos was even the Secretary of Education. Woo! Shit. Education wasn't that fucked up before where you could be 13 and 33. <laughs> Obama was president. God How damn. How old is she? She only like 20. <coughs> so this episode no was brought to you. No child left behind. We left a, a few behind. <laughs> no child. A, a few girls in Miami, was apparently. Was Bush in office? I'm trying to figure out who the president was. <laughs> Had to be Obama... No, it was probably Bush. Bush. Yeah, yeah, it was Bush. It was because she's twenty four, and I'm a um a little bit older than her, a couple years. Uh, <laughs> but also, she don't have these dates right because she also thinks she was in the third grade. She probably was. I, 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 she probably was. No, she, she, <laughs> no, ain't no way. Said it ain't no way. Thank you guys for joining our <laughs> podcast. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the Sagittarian Center, B.K.A. the Backdoor Santa. My name is Ronald Matters, a.k.a. the smart member of City Girls. I don't know. The United City Girls. You're not in City Girls. There's no way you can be a smart member of City Girls and be one in City Girls for at the same time. The stuff no. and the other one can't remember what you got. Um, that was a joke. Okay, but my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Thank you guys so much for going to RonaldMatters.com last month because their blog check just hit and woo, y'all did numbers. And I received the numbers. Amen. They said that about <laughs> you, but you also said you're a virgin at the same time, so be with uh, I haven't had sex since June. Oh, okay. Um, y'all can find me at Club Babylon. Oh, I love Club Babylon. That was oh, okay, shh, okay. You ain't been to Club Babylon before. I was gonna say, but I've heard about the stories. Oh yeah. So you know, like when like three or four people tell you, just like, bitch, that club was hit, bitch. It was hitting back in the day when I um go go dance there for one yeah. or two times, and so it's still hitting and sticking like grits. And so I'll be there yeah. very soon, sooner than y'all think. All right, I'll be making an appearance. 
Um, Get some bobby pants for your wig. Please. This week's icebreaker is Zodiacs. We have entered the season of the Sagittarius. Uh And so I just feel like it's a great time to reflect on the Zodiacs you love, you like, you hate, Mm -hmm. you want inside you. All of these things. Mm -hmm. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six questions about Zodiacs that we're both going to answer to break the ice so you guys get to know a little bit about us and know a little bit about yourself because when I tell you about your Zodiac, um, you're going to be um, either happy or real mad. So, you have to make our listeners up. The girl's going to be like, I'm a Pisces. I guess I should DM him. DM him anyway because, girl, if you are ENTJ or INTP, you never know. Or a I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Hey, I had to wait to get to the last three or four letters. I'm like, I-N-D. Woo! Education, y'all. Education. First one is, what Zodiac sign was your first love? Um, damn, I don't even know. It's gonna take me too long to go to his face. My first love was an Aries. Um, I would like to think like I was in love in, in elementary school, but I didn't know that bitch birthday, so I can't count that. Cause mm-hmm. like, if I don't even know your birthday, I'm really not in love. So the first time that I can remember that I was like in love, I still know his birthday. He's an Aries. Um, he out there somewhere. He probably listening. Hey, boo. Um, do you still love him like that, or no? I still, I still love care our, for him. Um, whatever that word is. Yeah, I still love our memories. I don't want the relationship back though. Um, but we were both guests. <gasps> mm, ah, no. Um, but I believe Aries is also a fire sign, and so that just made a lot of sense of why uh, we were attracted to each other, and also why we fought the way we did. Because fire, fire ain't nobody gonna put nothing out. It's just gonna be a, a fucking five alarm blaze, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also the most attractive of the fire signs. So my first love was an Aries. Like Trump said, y'all need to break the force, and then we won't be on fire. Okay. Oh, we break the force. <laughs> oh, we break the force. Um. Oh, okay. It says a Virgo Scorpio couple is loyal and deep with very strong ties. This couple is very service oriented and known to be dependable. Oh. They well, said that about a Scorpio? Uh, Virgo Scorpio. Oh, okay. Virgo with Because uh, I am service-oriented. I believe in being service-oriented. But um, the first dick I ever sucked, he was a Scorpio. I said the first love. This bitch went to the first dick I ever sucked. Wow. <laughs> I See, loved him. This is the way to a bottom start. Because I also, thought, I also thought sucking dick was like trashy. It's like, only prostitutes do that. First of all, me, 18... 19, no, 19. Um, never would have thought she was gonna be a prostitute. Look at that. <laughs> Just never would have. My favorite pastime. Um, so but yeah, I look my first kiss, my first that oral session, but my first penetrative person was an Aquarius. Aquarius, and you hate them motherfuckers now, and I hate Aquarius. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go on, Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, your longest relationship. What Zodiac was your longest relationship? Um, I'll also say Aries. Uh, oh. Same relationship. Same nigga. We was together forever. That's Your first. No. Second. Fifth. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, we was together forever in gay years. In straight years, they were like, 
Oh, okay. So it was three months. They was like, so y'all was dating then, huh? I'm like, no, nigga. Two and a half years means he know my social security number. Okay. Um. So also my longest relationship, also first love, Aries. So, but I'm not going back to that. But I want to say, wow, this is a lot. So is Aries possibly your? We'll get to that by the end. Okay. Uh, my longest was a Virgo. Um. Come on, lesbians. Lived inside my head. But somehow understood each other. Like if he if he stayed away or if he didn't call or if he, I understood like if he told me about the color yellow twice, I knew that the color yellow being told to me twice meant something. And you know it was just when he was poor, I was poor. It was like, well, babe, um, we eating this, and I was like, well, you know I'm ghetto, so I mean like, is this the verse girl? Verse? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of verse girls, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so shout out to him. Your worst relationship was Zodiac was your worst relationship. Um, Child. Aquarius, I'll go first while you think about it. Both of them, but like both of them, <laughs> both of them, both of them. It was, I love your country accent. <laughs> both of them. Uh, they both were aquarius. like it was one it was like 245 he had to be at work at 3 o'clock and we were just hunching and hunching and hunching I was like babe you need to finish you gotta get up to go to work and it was, he didn't finish to 253 I was looking at the clock and I was like babe you were really enjoying <laughs> it to be looking at the clock like that F-O. No, I really was enjoying it, but I was more concerned with him getting his coin. Because if he loses his job, good. You got to be at work at th- What you doing over here? Back you know, here. You, you know what I'm doing. You back here at 243. <laughs> back, backing it up. I, I wasn't mad, but um, shit. Come on. Um, so, But then I was like, oh, he really loved me. He had to have this before he go to work. Child. <laughs> and when he got out work, he had to have something else. Over somebody else's house. <laughs> mm. So, just Aquarius. Aquarius, best and worst. Okay. <laughs> um, My worst relationship, I would say... Another Sagittarius. So, mm. the exact opposite. Because we feel like, oh, that nigga know me. Yeah. And we get so very familiar and so caught up really quick. And then we be like, why does that nigga hate me like this? I can't believe... <laughs> That bitch is trying to sabotage me. She know what I'm going through. Like, we both have the same thought of uh, self-sabotage sabotage. Yeah. from the other person. And that bitch is trying to take me down. And she want what I got. <laughs> and we're both thinking the same thing. Now, one of us may be realistic and one of us may be not. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like y'all both is not. Neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> my worst relationships were with other Sagittarius. But oh, wow. We also still remain... Always attracted to each other. Yeah. Can't get away from them niggas. Fire. Just, oh, so your birthday four days before mine? Okay, so you want to fuck like right now or you want to wait like three, 30 minutes and then we just going to pretend that we had a full conversation? That's how our, our interactions go. I'm proud of y'all. Both the Sagittarius and I. Mm-hmm. Happy Sagittarius season. Um, Sworn enemy. So it doesn't have to be someone that you dated, but just niggas that you just don't like. We don't mesh well. My Zodiac and your Zodiac might as well be fire and ice, oil mm-hmm. and vinegar. Oh. Um, it's somewhere between like March and April. 
because those girls are very selfish and self-centered. Um, and except if you listen to here for a podcast, we, we <laughs> you know we trust you. Um, I do. Um, Pis- is it Pisces and mm-hmm. Aries and mm-hmm. those girls are usually um self-serving and and they don't mind telling you that they're self-serving because you know like if I don't have my full cup, I can't pour over into my friendship with you, and I understand that. Yes, you got to fill your own cup. But as a person who is of the service before self, it uh, rubs me the wrong way. When I'm like, oh, some big magical plan. And girl, child, I ain't into it. I'm like, but why? And they're just like, well, I ain't into it. And I'm like, no, but tell me more because I really want to understand your feelings and emotions behind it. That's the reporter in you. And the... (laughs) I just say, girl, I just ain't into it, girl. And then I just be like, oh, I feel so bad that you feel that way. And I'm like, okay, well, next time I ain't asking this girl to go volunteer. No, <laughs> bitch. Um, I feel like my sworn enemies are Geminis because I'm analytical and they consistently make you analyze every fucking thing that they do. You have they, to. Because they be two to three to four different niggas. You know One which... person. Sworn mm. enemy because... I don't have time to work on you. I am not here. I'm not booked to be your psychotherapist, your psychologist. Oh, first of all, therapists, I'm still looking for a therapist in D.C. They're like $250 an hour. So y'all better go get therapy if you live in the South because y'all don't have to pay $250 an hour. And definitely get therapy if you're a Gemini as well. Um, <laughs> just because you, you, know, you don't know what you don't know. And um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to help y'all out right now. Um, bestest of friends. Your bestest of friends is Zodiac. Um, end of the year. I feel like Scorpios and Sages both have been like great friends to me. Um, I feel like towards the end of the year, they are just as analytical as I am. And, um, just as serious about the things that they say as I am. So... Um, even though the self-centered Aries, they mean what they say when they say it, but it's so self-centered. It turns me off. But like towards the end of the year, like I understand. I feel like their reasoning isn't as self-serving as at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I feel like right when it pivots to fall for me, Mm -hmm. everything after fall, I know I can deal with. I can deal with a Virgo. I know I can deal with a Libra. I can deal with a Scorpio. And, um, I can mostly deal with Sagittarius. We gonna fucking deal with. But Capricorn fight. is supposed to be my. But when Capricorn start, Virgo Capricorn is supposed to be marriage material. So if you know any Capricorns, hey, mm-hmm. I can introduce you to the ones because I'm throwing them motherfuckers away. Um, <laughs> but it's also the end of the year. It's also the beginning of the year. So. It's the beginning of the year, roughly. Yeah, it's like December twenty eighth or something. Yeah, well, it's like the day before Christmas starts, Capricorn. So they might as well be fucking January. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> That was the last question you said? No, the last one is, your next baby daddy will be a... Um, hopefully a Scorpio or a Sag. Um, especially a baby daddy. And the man I marry is not going to be a Sag. That adventurous spirit is cute for friendship, but in relationships, no. Because then I'm going to end up like the girl on Real Housewives of Atlanta. We had an open relationship, but I could only date other women. What? Um, she was like, she was like, um, DeVoe, whatever his name is, 
he had dated like 10 other women and I only dated like two or three other girls. You could get your pussy ate by any woman in the world and you didn't call the brat. Well, I don't know if you did call the brat or not because you didn't name names. She but, did name uh, stuff in interviews and said she dated Missy Elliott. And she said that she had got um, real frisky with the girls and one of them, child, had shook the table. So I was proud of her, but whatever this new Atlanta housewife girl from Black, what's the purpose of an open relationship and can't, I don't know. But hopefully, uh, my baby is a Scorpio. It might a baby daddy could be a Sag because I wanted I, I wanted. Oh, let me be more adventurous. Then you fuck around with a Sag, you end up getting pregnant. Yeah. Child with triplets. Future, baby mama number seven. Oh, future is a Sag, huh? Future is a Sag. I think so. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know Nikki's a Sag. Yeah, I think that's why they vibe. Oh okay. Um, my next. Uh, baby father. Oh my god. Will probably be a Scorpio or an Aquarius. Bitch, you doing it to spite me? <laughs> you doing I'm it not. to spite me? I just be so I so I uh, Earth's I, I mean a air sign or oh, any way the wind blows kind of girl. Yeah, I be attracted to him and I be like. I know this shit ain't gonna work, but fuck it. Come on. Any way the wind blows. I, I feel like literally the last two to three niggas I dated were Aquarius. And I was like, oh, this is gonna work. And I'm like, it's no. Gonna... But I just keep trying. <laughs> what, what keeps you going? What keeps you intrigued? I don't know. Them niggas cute. I react to energy. Um, and at least the initial energy that is uh, shown to me is very positive, uh, very outgoing, and then I start asking questions, and then I be like, "Oh shit, this girl, it's not going nowhere." Um, so I might play with an Aquarius, but it may not end with an Aquarius. I see it. I could very well see it ending with a Scorpio because I've never fully been in a relationship with a Scorpio, but I can identify with Scorpios, and Scorpios can identify with me a lot of times. Um, I just gotta uh, huh. keep that nigga at home. So, Babe, we're not going out tonight. But I want to go to twerk. So, um, please comment below if you guys have some um, some different zodiacs than us, um, as far as your longest relationships, your first loves, your sworn enemies, your best friends, and your next baby fathers. Um, we would love to hear the colorful commentary below, especially if they include Sagittarius. <laughs> Or First of all, we did not do all this for Virgo season. <laughs> but... it was... I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm inspired. I'm inspired. <clears throat> the word of the day this week is allogolagnia. 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 The love of pain during sex. Okay. It is the, the desire for sexual gratification or climax through inflicting pain on oneself. Or others. Examples. Choking, slapping, punching, rough sex that feels better than gentle sex. Punch yourself or have Bay punch me? It's either or. Oh, wow. Because you can do the same thing in masturbation. That's with the same people that do like the self-asphyxiation. Uh-huh. And even like the self-harm of their people that punch themselves, cut themselves, do all kinds of different shit. To just experience a heightened orgasm. The word okay. is 
Algolagnia. A-L-G-O-L-A-G-N-I-A. Algolagnia. So, in case some of you girls need to know. Um, this week, our sponsor is uh, from the Briggs Project, A Night of Fashion and Music with a Purpose. Let's Beat Diabetes. A portion of the proceeds to this glitzy, glamorous gala this coming Saturday will go to the American Diabetes Association. So you can be a part of the cure. You can be a part of something positive that's happening in the lives of people that are uh, afflicted with diabetes. Um, one of the most highly anticipated fashion and music events in 2018 to close out 2018. Um, this will have the collections, the models. It has the cause. It's walking to end diabetes. Fierce, fresh, phenomenal, epic. The King and I Productions, in conjunction with Briggs Incorporated, will shine a bright light on beating diabetes for an unforgettable evening of epic proportions filled with fashion, music, and a purpose. Swirl the fashion show. Corals and chords. Please check out the link below uh, for the event on Saturday. And shout out to Detroit native um, Clifton Ross III. As seen on BET Sunday's Best will be the special guest. So One of the out. many special guests. They have a list of special guests. Yeah. Yeah. And link will be in the description down below. See you guys there on Saturday. What's going on in Hot Topics this week? Um, Our affirmations first. <laughs> so, to those who are looking we forward... We never get to Hot Topics. <laughs> I want to talk about Cardi B! Because I know Cardi B is always in the... But... <laughs> mm, is she though? Yeah. Um, to those looking forward to the new beginning, um, we pray that... Uh, you guys have a great New Year's. We are about to be in December by the time yeah. uh, a lot of you guys listen to it. We'll be at the beginning of December. And I want to make sure that um, y'all know that this year is not over yet. Because a lot of times people will just be like, okay, well, 2018, I didn't get all my goals done. I didn't do everything I wanted to. I didn't bottom twice. January 1st, 2019. I'm about to one. set it off. I'm about to hit the gym. I'm about, I'm about to five times. Yo goes. Um, I'm about to do all of these things, all these different things, and I want people to know that you still have one more month left on the clock. Amen. And with that month, you can still slay, and you you still can run the ball and score a couple touchdowns uh-huh. and win the game for 2018. 2018 is not done yet. You still have so much more you can do. You can pick up a pen. You can do some research. You can go hard at work. You can do something for your community. The end of the race is when you need to be running the hardest, when you need to be flooring the pedal to the fucking metal and saying, okay, this is the end. I'm, I'm going to give it my all all the way up until 2019. So this is not the time to give up. This is the time to push it as hard as you can because you want to put a final stamp on 2018 and say, I ended hard. Even if I started slow, you know, I had a couple losses throughout the year, ended hard, ended on a high note. You still have a whole month to put an ending, a bookend on 2018, and don't let that pass you by. That's our affirmation this week. Um, <clears throat> and um, the topics that seem to be hot. Muriel Bowser, the mayor of DC, got into a lot of trouble on social media. Um, I don't even live here. Well, I do live here. Oh, I live. 
I live in, I voted in the district. Okay, so Most I do live here. here. I live here. I pay taxes here. I just got through voting. But okay, go on tell the story. So I give my colorful comments. I'm just colorful comments here right now. I gotta wait. Tell the story, and then I give colorful comments here. Muriel Bowser almost got recalled. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mississippi <laughs> was gonna be the only state revoting today. Okay. She almost got recalled for some inflammatory comments that she put on social media about mumbo sauce. If you don't know what mumbo sauce is, gross. It's wonderful. Oh, cool. First off, you about to get recalled. <laughs> you with her on that bullshit. <laughs> Um, it's an amazing delicacy of a sauce that you can really only find in one area of this whole United States of America, mm-hmm. right here in the district. Some girls in Maryland, some girls in Virginia try to do it. The best mumbo sauce I have ever tasted came right from the district. No shade. Okay. Miriam Bowser, um, took to social media to, um, basically say that that's not a thing. And, um... She don't it know doesn't define. She said it doesn't define DC. They're like it was like. Did she tweet it? What did she do? She what put she... it on Facebook. Okay, she's an auntie. You know they they be on Facebook more. Oh, more <laughs> um. So everyone in DC led out a collective. Bitch, you tried it. Okay. Um. Not here for it. <laughs> and I wanted to make note of that because she's allegedly from DC and. I don't understand. Oh, that's what I'm Googling. I'm like, where's she from? She might here. Oh, oh, <laughs> here. She from right here. She's staying right here. <laughs> right here. Um, and so oh. I just I found it interesting to for someone to be from here to know things about here to say something that's dumb about the place that you're from. Cause like I couldn't be from. I'm from originally from Detroit, Michigan, born mm-hmm. and raised by way of Dallas, by way of Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. Long story, but. I can't be from Detroit, Michigan and say, Coney Islands ain't no, that's not no thing in Detroit. We don't, yeah. we don't do that. Coney Islands and corned beef sandwiches? Mm-mm, we don't do that. Steve Soul Food? Mm-mm, we don't do that. That's nasty. Niggas from Detroit don't do that. You know how, how many niggas would geolocate me? Pin your location, girl. We coming. To have a physical discussion. And bring in a pit bull. Uh, multiple. <laughs> Bringing the pit bulls, niggas, and baby mamas <laughs> to have a physical discussion with me about those comments that I made as a Detroiter in Detroit talking about Detroit. We don't do no, no shit like that. And I would venture to say a lot about other cities. You know, being from Memphis, you can't be like, we don't do barbecue. Barbecue, Elvis Presley, the the pre trap, because you know Atlanta loves to claim trap, but 36 Mafia, who run it? Gangsta boo, where the dollars at? You know, like we was a little pre-trap, but whatever. But you can't be from those places, representing those places, and then shit on the things that make it. Even if you don't participate in those things, yeah. Like, um, the east side of Detroit is allegedly a thing. Um, I don't ever go over there. Never been over there. Never been through that. Never experienced <laughs> that. But I'm not gonna be shitting on What's the east side Detroit? of Detroit. Great question. Oh. Um, I'm not going to shit on the east side of Detroit because I don't like that part of Detroit. That's still Detroit. Oh. So, in-house, me and other Detroit niggas can talk about east side versus west side. Oh, okay. But to the rest of the world, this is still Detroit. Because I'm very South Memphis. Like, South Memphis... Okay, so this is going to sound mean. I always feel like it was an argument between who was the most ghetto. 
It's still an argument between the most good. But we can and, have that. And nobody settled the, that in Memphis. That's the black on black crime conversation. But when other girls start talking about crime, hey, sweetheart, black on black ain't got nothing to do with what's going on in this conversation. Um, so North Memphis and South Memphis. Yes, North Memphis did install a um, child care facility in their high schools because their pregnancy rates was higher than in South Memphis. But South Memphis is still <laughs> the hood. Okay, we mm, so don't. It's not about who's the most whatever. The Memphis conversations are between us. The important part of this um, topic that may be hot. Is <laughs> Mira Bowser your- said last Tuesday, Is anybody else annoyed by Mambo Sauce? I wish somebody would stop suggesting that it is quintessential DC. I'm just saying, I was a full grown woman before I had ever heard of Mambo Sauce. So, there, I've said it. You shouldn't have said it. You should have kept that to yourself. <laughs> you should have kept that to yourself like you keep them goddamn. She was a full grown woman before she had ever heard of Mambo Sauce. She also don't curl her hair. She don't use a flat iron. So she probably grew up in Bethesda, like the Supreme Court justice y'all just elected Kavanaugh. So as long as she's admitting things, she should admit that she doesn't use uh oh pink lo- pink lotion in her hair. Okay, she doesn't use cocoa butter. She don't use um Family Dollar body spray because I don't even know the brands of the Family Dollar body sprays. But girl, you're not a real woman. If you don't <laughs> you're not that. a real woman. <laughs> even the trans girls use. <laughs> The family door body spray. We'll get there. Woo. Um, so again, the takeaway from that is rep your set. Don't be talking about your set. To Even these the other in-house niggas. stuff. Don't be. Don't be. You gonna get crushed out here. Um, <laughs> you gonna next, get voted out. She. Make when do make when twenty twenty make DC great again. <laughs> <clears throat> the Lion King trailer has arrived. My wig. And it stole most of our wigs, stole most of the attention. Second highest. My bobby pins, my wig glue. Second highest view um, trailer. My silk head wrap. It stole all of my accessories. In 24 hours of all time. 200 million views. 240 million views. 200, oh, it's been upgraded. 240 million views. In one day, 24 hours. In 24 hours. Um. So far as what we can see is basically the animated, it's basically the CGI version of the yeah. animated classic that mm-hmm. we all know, and um, is drawn some criticism because of that. Why? Mad girls? Why? Be mad. Why? Why? I don't care. It can literally be CGI Lion King from the nineties, and I'm still gonna go. The city girls is getting the third grade getting pregnant at age thirteen. <laughs> And y'all met about the Lion King trailer. Y'all met about the wrong thing. <laughs> um, oh. I think the original was perfect. The original. So was, I stand on that side of the the people that are arguing. In ninety four, I was probably in third grade. It came out in ninety four. I probably was in third grade. You also weren't thirteen in third grade either. So <laughs> think about that when y'all start talking to the city girl bird music. Woo. Anyway, back to the the main event. Um. The original was perfect. Damn I really man. believe the original was perfect in every way from every person that voiced every um, animal on the whole thing. I do, Let's say Mufasa's still alive and he's going to yeah, voice... Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. James... Uh, I almost said James Hardy. Damn. James Earl Jones. James, James Earl Jones. Ray? James? I, yeah, I was thinking of gay people. Okay. <laughs> James Earl Jones is back. He reprises the voice of Mufasa. 
Obviously, everyone knows Beyonce's doing Nala, which mm-hmm. also has girls upset. Um, like I said, originally, the, the, the first one from the 90s was perfect. The only way to improve on perfection is to add Beyonce. Think about that. Um, I'm here for it. I'm going to go see it. I don't care what the next trailer looks like. I don't care what the trailer after that looks like. I am still going to go see it regardless. Yeah, because I was like, well, let me go watch The Jungle Book. I was like, I know they I made like a the movie like this before with Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if he's the people man of the year, then let me go see that as well. And let me go watch that movie where the, it was the little boy on the boat with the lion. I really did enjoy that movie. I fell asleep on it like three times. I had uh, to watch it a few times. Yeah. What was it called? Like Life on a Boat? What was that movie called? Life with Z or something like that. Oh, Life no. of something. But yeah. it was a uh, World War Z zombies apocalypse. I don't know. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, back to but the it won Queen. Oscars. It won Oscars. It for did. So um, back to Beyonce. I'm very Memphis, and if I'm gonna give y'all Memphis, look, you either gonna do it or you not. Okay. And when Beyonce said, "I put it down for the seven one three, y'all gonna come represent. Y'all gonna come see seven one three Houston, Texas area code." Um. So get your tickets. Pre-sale start eight weeks before it comes out. Oh, I think they're gonna start earlier than that with this. This is a big ass. <laughs> Even with the Avengers and stuff, they comes out. Yeah. Well, Black Panther it came out like eight weeks before the release date. Oh no! Because Beyonce in it is gonna come out. It's going on. No, oh. I, I anticipate <laughs> that's by, two months, eight weeks by February. I don't know if you can count like I can count, but no, by February it's gonna be on sale. <laughs> <clears throat> Christmas is coming up, gentlemen. Kwanzaa is as well. Ladies and freaks. Hanukkah is as well. If you are celebrating any holiday uh, coming up in the next 30 days and you don't have an idea what to get your problematic ass friend or family member yet, go over to hereforashop.com and get some merch. Literally, if they are problematic, you can get them a shirt that says problematic. Yeah. So they know who they are and they can identify themselves to other people. (laughs) <laughs> that's the most important <laughs> we have the perfect shirt for the top or bottom in your life get over to here for a shop and shop for Christmas right now the biggest hot um, story slash topic topic okay. that might be hot might be touching at this point. I don't know what the girls are giving. Did you watch the Soul Trade Awards? No. Nobody, oh, it's not a hot topic. No, nobody else did either, so <laughs> that's okay. Dwight, the other Superman, Howard. Oh. Yeah. Well, here we go. Let me sit up straight, Pauls. <laughs> has been outed by his alleged ex-trans possibly. Alleged trans? Yes, because. They were saying he identifies as male. Yeah. And so, in the dragging of Dwight Howard, she identified herself as trans. I'm going to walk this tightrope, bitch. Because he was identifying as male first. He identified as male previously to the dragging of Dwight Howard. During the dragation of Dwight Howard, she she changed her gender pronouns. I won't say decided. She identified herself as a trans person. Oh. And that's what drew a lot of the ire against her in social media and then reverberated back to him because it wasn't just gay. Now you fucking a trans girl. 
Ooh. Okay, so tell the me capital, the story. The capital of ca- all capital cities. Yeah. One, I'm sure everybody out there has a version of the story that they read or saw. Um, what I wrote and reported on was basically verbatim on everything that she posted in the moment. On Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter. There have been subsequent posts after his team has um, said... Girl, the basketball no. team. Yeah. The, well, and his personal legal team. Oh, his personal team released this? Oh, let me Google. Yeah, they said, girl... You get to talk and I start Googling. Okay. We don't know what she's talking about. I don't know her. He's just focused on basketball right now. Which tells me he probably did fuck her a little bit. Um... The story broke uh, a couple days ago. I won't name um, the possibly trans girl because it's one of two things. Either she's doing this for attention. Yes, she had a book coming out. It was her pen tweet. Or she's doing this for the absolute most malicious reasoning of outing someone that's not interested in the same relationship goals that you are with them. Or, I'm going to give it a third or. Or, she's telling 100% of the truth. And we've seen this story so many times that we have to deny or place some guilt on her credibility because it's been done so many other times before. So many other times before has someone from the LGBTQ community come out and outed someone that was cis possibly heterosexual as homosexual as doing these other deeds and blah 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 but they were trying to do it for nefarious reasons so we cast this shadow of doubt when we see these things i am not on either side i am only going to speak from my experience oh mason elijah on Twitter, we, we it says, name her name. Now, oh, the it says published author. My book, Industry Ho, is available now. MasonElijah.com forward slash category forward slash books. So, the reason that I didn't think that we should name her because if this is a cash grab, we shouldn't be giving her no promotion. I would like the story to continue to flesh out before mm. we substantiate her claims. Is it true oh, that I'm she had? Oh well, don't let that. Uh, I'm not sustained. Whatever that big word is, substantiate. We're not doing that. No. <laughs> so, I'm no. Not, We're not substantiating her claims. We're not denying her claims. We're just waiting for the story to progress. Hear it, hear for it, mm-hmm. Bob. Um, I think there's validity to some of the things that she's saying. Um, but I also understand that there's posturing to what she did because she saved these receipts. She recorded these phone calls with him saying all of these phone calls, all these inflammatory things, trying to get a reaction out of him, trying to get a, a middle out of him of, Oh, and in middle of liking, you know, to bottom, liking to suck dick, liking to go to the trans sex parties in Atlanta. And, um, he at least had some media savvy in in these alleged phone calls and just ducked every he everything like, she was. I don't have anything. I don't know to what you're talking about. And she was like, "But I'm just saying." And then he was like, uh, "I don't know what you expect from me." <laughs> Dwight Howard just dodged, baby. As is any Superman defense, would. <laughs> defense, defense, <laughs> defense. We were like, the biggest part of this story 
Um, outside of the transphobia that I saw, our heterosexual, the huge, the norm, kids, counterparts, millennials. What we expect from y'all anyway? Dumb. What I saw, pregnant in third grade. They, they, those are the type that listen to City Girls. They do. Um, that was deplorable. What I also thought was more deplorable was people from our own community. Let's just say, for the sake of argument. That Dwight is gay and he's struggling with coming out. He hasn't figured out how to come out and be a pro basketball player, like one of the top earning basketball players that are playing right now. Got a contract worth $23.7 million. Like, he don't know how to manage, let's just say for the argument of, of arguments. I don't know this. Maybe even Dwight don't know this. But let's just say for the argument that this is the case. He's trying to manage how to be a high profile profile basketball player while liking dick and knowing he can't do both simultaneously one will take his career the other will make him happy and here come the gay boys raining on his goddamn parade talking about how dare you be dl how dare you do this and the same judgment coming from the the community that he may identify with will be the same judgment that will keep him in the closet and keep him lying about who he is. And it contributes to this cycle that we see all the time of people trying to come to grips with who they are, trying to put a little toe in the pond, and then having to jump back out and get in the closet and eventually kill themselves. How many times have we seen that same cycle? And it doesn't matter if he makes $23.7 million, $23.7 million a year. Those people are still killing themselves as well. We should have been more compassionate and hopeful of like, okay, well maybe Chris, I'm not Chris, Dwight, Dwight Howard is one of our sisters. Hopefully, he a good basketball player. The nigga cute, he tall. Why couldn't we just embrace him as maybe he is? If he is, hopefully he'll come out soon. That'll be a great bonus for us. We don't have no representation in the, in the NBA. The last time we had some representation was in the NFL, and they cut that nigga, and he ain't been playing football since. So. Why would we shun someone that could possibly be a light on us? Possibly say, look, you can be a great basketball player, be really tall, seem really cis, seem really, not cis, S-I-S, <laughs> cis, C-I-S, uh-huh. seem really cis, C-I-S, but all the while, you just a homosexual nigga that like everything all these other bottoms out here like. You like dick from time to time. You like sucking dick from time to time. You might go to a sex party here and According there. According to the allegation. Uh, allegedly. But, but if all of those allegations were true, wouldn't it be more positive for us to be accepting and not depreciating of someone like that? Well, the delight that um, a lot of people take into... Um, being involved in someone else's mess when it's not your mess. Um, I think the guy, like people don't like Wendy Williams, but people, so many people watch Wendy Williams. It's the number one talk show. And so for the number one talk show to be a gossip column rather than on the view, shall we, and we're going to get there rather than on the view where they talk politics and you know, like they mm, converse about, women's issues and things you know partaking in someone else's downfall is definitely 
more fun to do when it's like 1030 and I'm sitting there working. Morning reports getting on my nerves and I got two or three um, situations that need to be handled before the end of the day. It's just a it's just a natural habit for Americans. I think for people worldwide, but specifically for us in America. Um, I think that social shame is bad. Yeah, social shame is bad, and I think that that's that's the worst part of all of this. Is I understand trans girls sometimes feel like they don't have a voice because I feel that that's very true and very valid. Whether this young person was is trans or was trans or not either word don't it don't matter trans people feel like they don't have a voice oftentimes they can go to the police and tell the police their story because the police will kick them out of the police stations and not believe them um they can't tell their family members because their family members will shun them and not believe them they can't tell their friends because their friends will be like girl mm-hmm. you weren't fucking that tray you're not that cute you're not you're not fishy enough to be fucking no 23.7 million dollar nigga you lying and so they really have no outlet to turn to sometimes but social media, unfortunately. But she was wrong for thinking that allegedly if she was fucking him, that they were in an exclusive relationship just because he was fucking her. So that's where shit started going left in the story was where she started finding out that he was having sex with other people and going to sex parties and shit like that. And she uh, uploaded a screenshot like, and this who was sleeping with, look at her. Uh, okay. Um, men have liked big girls forever. Shout out to me. Um, if, if, if he's a 6'11 bottom, um, shout out to him for liking a 5'11, 240 pound girl. Okay. And her BMI is high and his is as well. So what you're mad about, what what are you mad about? Cause it wasn't you. Cause you weren't the chosen one. She wasn't the chosen one either. And oh, you weren't the chosen one. That's why you're really mad. So exposing Possibly. exposing Dwight Howard was wrong because when you sign up to deal with these men, you sign up to deal with what comes with them. Just like if I decide to date you and I know you ain't got no job, cool. I signed up for that. If I sign up to date you and I know that you got an alcohol problem, or if I know if you have a sex addiction, addiction. Come on, addiction. Then, oh, chap. <laughs> Addition means a threesome. Oh, I thought that was arithmetic. But cool. But so, if, you know, when you sign up to date a person, they have their um, pros and their cons. And you decided dating Dwight Howard. Um, He's an NBA player. He's six foot 11. Um, He makes a lot of money. He can get you into a lot of places and possibly buy you a Remy Malaysian Peruvian 27 inch or 40 inch because Nicki Minaj is out here with the 50 inches. What? Who knows? He can also pick you up. And so when I went Ooh. back to look at look at him, because I I knew who Dwight Howard his was. His shirtless picks. But I just wanted to refresh myself with a story, and I was just like, even if he is a bottom, I just would just like him to pick me up <laughs> once or twice, just to just feel something different in my spirit. Um. <laughs> so, ma'am, when you sign up to date a person or um be involved with a person, you sign up to accept all of the things about that person, just like Ed the Superman. In friendship has had to accept a lot of things about me, Lord Jesus Christ, and me being keep me the, lifted in prayer, y'all. I was about to say the same thing. Keep me lifted in prayer because being friends with this one across from me, I have to deal with a lot as well. 
Mostly bottoms. But I still got his back. It can't nobody say nothing about him. And y'all gonna have me fucked up. And I just hope that um one of our friends got enough money for both of us if the bail is necessary. No, that just means we're gonna be in jail for a while. Because I did what I had to do because they had me fucked up when it came to this one. And ain't nothing I'm gonna go reveal in public or nothing I'm gonna go tell you other hoes. Because one, you hoes ain't gonna understand. And two, y'all hoes just gonna be sitting up at work or on the bus. Retweeting and reblogging Whatever the fuck our downfall gonna be Ain't gonna be one And we not even fucking So girl Just imagine me No Kirk Franklin With, with some dick out here Have me sprung Woo No dick and Kirk Franklin No dick and Kirk Franklin In the same sentence put Imagine pin, me Put a pin in that Woo um, I think So to close all this out, I think the lesson yeah. in all this Is to keep your mouth closed Keep your mouth closed Keep your legs open Long enough to secure the bags If you gonna agree to it and then move on. Terms and conditions, because can't nobody read me. Save the story for your grandkids or a book, not Twitter. And not for Twitter, because you got a book. You self-published on Amazon, ma'am. Move around. Ooh. Let me get these girls at LLC. All these girls are self-published. Um, shout out to the Dallas Cowboys for kicking the Redskins' ass on Thanksgiving. I just felt like I should just throw that in there. Do you know what I had to deal with at work today? It's one Cowboys fan. Ma'am, and you from Merlin. Merlin. How you, how you say it? Merlin. <laughs> and you rooted for Merlin the Cowboys? Merlin like the wizard. <laughs> I'm like, what? And the other girls in the office like reading and dragging or whatever they call it. Sad. <laughs> That's what you guys say. was sad. <laughs> um, also, with this being Sagittarius season. I Here we go. Another sad... We didn't do all this for Virgo season. I guess I, I, I mean I, I guess I mean I mean I guess y'all just wasn't as popping. That's the only thing I can think of right now. <clears throat> oh, it ain't stopping yet. We still got three, three to four more weeks of this shit. So, um, strap in tight. Yeah. Um. Sad season is upon us. Like I said, okay. and it's current. Mm-hmm. Uh. A little thing y'all doing on social media is cute. Posting the Ebony magazine of the month and day that you were born. Um, I'm just going to tell y'all mine is December. Y'all can uh, guess whatever year you would like. But okay. it's G14 classified. Amen. Because when I looked up the cover of my year, I was like, ooh, bitch. You're not going to tell nobody? I'm not telling that. <laughs> I'm not posting that. I'm not sharing that. This is very, very old. And... Uh, Start looking in December of the 90s for me. Like the <laughs> December of the 90s. Okay. In the Ebony Magazine Challenge. Okay. Um, I don't think that I ever thought that I would be saying these words and they may come back to bite me because when you do clownery. Okay. It comes back to bite me. Um, I think that Beyonce could learn something from Ariana Grande. How did you sing it, y'all? We have been asking, begging, pleading mm-hmm. with Beyonce for, at minimum, the Formation World Tour DVD snippet, behind the scenes, yeah, something. The Carter Show World Tour. Car- I wasn't even gonna go back that far because I just didn't want to be petty. Oh, okay. I just wanted to keep it. Close and okay. All right, keep nobody, it close. Nobody mm-hmm. asked about on the run too, really. Oh my gosh. Nobody. When really, is that gonna be due? Nobody really is asking for that for Christmas. 
But everyone is still wanting Formation World Tour. Okay. Still, forever. Ariana Grande is releasing um, the Dangerous Woman Tour DVD from the album before she got out right now. Like, no one. She is? Yes. So, again, like I said, these words may come back to haunt me, but I wish that Beyonce would take that note and say, Okay, I'm on this album right now. I'm doing this. You know, that shit is in the review. But my fans want this. Fervently want this. Uh-huh. And Ariana's fans fervently wanted yeah. the Dangerous Woman shit because da- Dangerous Woman is her best album. Award to, winning. To me, to a lot of her fans. Mm-hmm. Sweetener was cute and stuff. Jokes. But Dangerous Woman was it. That and that was, was Team Sweetener. Remember, we was like... Oh, they both coming out on the same day. Which one? And I was Team Sweetener and you were Team Nick. Yeah, Queen. Pick a so. side, pick a side. Um, so, she's not doing nothing. It's like Sweetener didn't happen because she's like going forward with like new mu- new music thank videos. Thank you, Nick. She'd have released a trailer <laughs> to, to thank you, Nick. So, this not even on this. Maybe it's going to be... Is there like a Sweetener Deluxe coming out for Christmas on December 10th or this something? Feels, it feels so different. Than anything that's on Sweetener, though. I feel like it's just True. a whole different album. Because it was very for real inspired. And he was very... But in conjunction with that, this uh, Dangerous Woman DVD, DVD. Okay. is coming out uh, Thursday. Oh, I'm like looking it up. And so she's literally giving her fans what they have been begging and pleading for years on. Um, And I just wish... That Beyonce would take our phone calls, listen to our emails, uh, listen to our prayers or something. Beyonce! Because it's not too late. Blue, somebody! We know you got the footage. Ruby, come to the door! We know you got the editor. Consuela, ma'am, I see you mopping the floor, ma'am, come here. I know the floor wet, come here. Jay-Z not doing nothing. Jay-Z not doing nothing. He could be editing this video. Columbia Records, come to the door. Somebody could get this out for Christmas. (laughs) Formation World Tour could be out for Christmas right this year. If Ariana Grande could pull um, the Dangerous Woman Tour together, and I know she had like a smooth two cameras at the whole thing, and Beyonce had 45 cameras at Formation World Tour, mm-hmm. I know somebody could pull it together. So right now, I'm going to say that's the one thing that Beyonce could learn from Ariana Grande. Hot topic. Um... Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, open your purple app, your podcast app, search for our name here for it. Click the reviews tab and click write a review. We're so close to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think we have like 89. Um, And we're also really close to 500 followers on Twitter. We have 499 followers on Twitter. Imagine logging in two days in a row saying, 499 where you know that it could be 2557 just like on our instagram so if you're on social media follow us on the internet at here for it pod as well this week in social studies i want to talk about if my thingy will unlock it how many says, times have you said that oh my god if my thingy will unlock the community marketing and insights lgbtq community survey Overall, the number one political thing all gay people are worried about in the latest version of the survey is stopping anti-LGBTQ religious freedom 
legislation. Hmm. There's no surprise. But after that, it gets confusing. And it seems like the LGBT community's interest goes downhill. Um, The first thing that it seems among the 17,000 people surveyed, um, the top concern for participants that identify as, quote, gender expansive. Um, So that's the asexual girls, the pansexual girls. The spectrum. You know, the things. And um, for lesbian and bisexual women was transgender rights. So for people, a lot of people who aren't women and aren't interested in men are highly interested in trans rights. Good. Um, The top concern for um, gay and bisexual men and quite high for African-Americans was Um, HIV education. Oh, I was going to say incarceration. Oh, come on, Kim Kardashian. Yes. Well, you know, they had bipartisan um, support Support. and Trump is working on um, prison reform. Yeah. So, shout out to Kim Kardashian. But HIV education. I'm not giving her no goddamn credit for that shit. (laughs) This bitch said she was on ecstasy for her wedding and the sex tape. I was like, bitch, I know what ecstasy looked like. Ma'am. You might have been in ecstasy, but you weren't on ecstasy. Quit trying to blame drugs. Quit trying to blame drugs. You was like 21, 22. And the dick was big. Just say (laughs) Just say that. Period. Just say the dick was big. He was kind of popular. I like Brandy. I was hanging out with his sister, and next thing you know, the brother showed up with a big black dick. And so, what was I to do? You've been doing the same thing. I was whole, reorganizing closets. Your whole goddamn And this man life. showed up with a dick. A black dick shows up, and you come to your Imagine knees. me reorganizing the closet, and a man with a big black dick come along. I'm sucking, swallowing, gargling. She did all those things. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we, you want to record? Sure. Shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> we know what rights you're looking for. <laughs> um, top concern for millennials was LGBTQ parenting. This is what the study says: "Quote, which is interesting, since most millennials are not parents, but a large number want to be parents in the future." Hmm. So, shout out to um, LGBT parenting being the top concern for millennials. As a millennial, I don't like kids personally, but I know Ed the Superman over here likes kids. Um, Some of them. My bestie back in Memphis, um, happy birthday again. He likes kids. It's no longer Scorpio season. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll let my bestie live. Um, He'll but come back in 2019. Y'all both want to be parents, so they mean I'm going to be a, a gay uncle. Uncle. Well, I'm going to say because he can't say that at the daycare. I'm his uncle yeah so both of y'all want kids so lgbtq parenting is a millennial thing and of course um as expected to me the top concern for baby boomers is expanding lgbt senior care and i feel really bad because i feel like um a lot of the seniors now also advocated for lgbtq youth rights and now as they grow older, they continue to advocate for what we need to be advocating for in the future. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they don't see, they see the sun setting. No shade, no lemonade, no When it was sadness. the HIV crisis, yeah. the sun set on a lot of them early. 
before their friends' Set, time. Sunset, the, the ones that are alive, the sunset on a lot of their friends, so that gave mm-hmm. them a different experience. And so that's something we'll be talking about at the World AIDS Day event, the Impulse event on Friday. If you have time, come out to the World AIDS Day event. If not, cool. But um, during the 80s, there were people shocked and in awe about the HIV AIDS The crisis, gay cancer. Uh, grid, whatever it was called, all the different things it was called throughout the 80s. Then in the 90s, people were informed that it was happening, but they were making informed decisions to just deal with it. Um and deal with it the best that they could. In the 2000s, we were also more informed, and then we got PrEP. The battle still rages on and continues. Amen. But that's an evolution over the last 30 years of um, people standing up for those rights, even if it didn't uh, count directly towards them anymore. So like our 60 and 70 year old counterparts right now, they may be asexual, they may be married, they may not be as sexually active. And so they don't stand on the fringe of the HIV crisis as much as they did in, in the 80s. We, people that are more sexually active, people that are not married, people that are not asexual, stand on the precipice of the HIV crisis. And it should impact and affect us a lot more than it does. But we out here talking about um, justice for... Uh, the city girl for the shit that she did she did that shit girl she need to be in jail so i will leave the link in the comments below um for the community marketing and insights survey it was the 11th annual survey so they've continually asked they've included um questions this year regarding gay marriage and gay divorce it's been about five six years since same-sex marriage passed in the supreme court so, and of course, the girls have already gotten married and divorced, so they've started tracking those types of things. That makes us an American. That makes us regular, because that's what the fuck y'all regular, straight, homeless, uh, heterosexual people do. So, um, shout out to um, the Community Marketing and Insights Gross for um, always being ahead and forward in their um, marketing research. I like to think I'm ahead as well. Um, what's going on in sexual health this week? Um, in sexual health, again, I kind of breezed over it with that last segment a little bit. Um, but I want to continue to hammer away. Hammer. You Thor now? I thought you were Superman. I'm always Superman, but my legal name um, is Trey. Is French for sledgehammer. Anyway, um, trust but verify in sexual health. As we continue to talk about PrEP um, for over a year and a half that this show has been on, um, obviously I'm a PrEP champion, PrEP advocate, spokesperson. And on my nerves. That's fine. Gonna continue to be Ooh, all of the above. Get up. Because my mission in life is uh, a lot more than pleasing hosts. Uh-oh. That's one of, but not the, the, yeah. the greatest mission in my life. Period. I'm even gonna stop saying that. Shit. <laughs> I feel like that's contributing to the, the delinquency of these minors. The truancy. Girl, <clears throat> anyway, trust but verify. Again, um, I've been a, prep, a champion of prep and an advocate of prep, and I realize its popularity has blossomed uh, over the last year, two years, and it's very common and socially acceptable for a lot of people to just say, "I'm on prep." So that means I can do whatever. I, you know, I'm, I'm I love God. God. You don't love God? I trust God. 
it's God, me, and then you. That's all that's between yeah. me, you, and these STIs. My STDs, prayer. Blah, blah, My blah. prayer. So, one, I am still an advocate of Truvada whatever. Prep. Well, yeah, prep first. But you determine whatever safe sex is for you. So, that's number one. So, if you decide that prep usage is enough to be safe sex for you, you have the right to make that decision. That's number one. Number two, trust but verify. A lot of people have caught on to the prep buzz and are saying buzz that they words. are <laughs> yeah, and buzzwords and saying that they are on prep, taking prep, adherent to prep. Oh, adherent to prep. That's a buzz phrase. That <laughs> that, that is that is the, one of the most important of that that sentence because because you were prescribed prep once doesn't mean you're adherent to prep. Doesn't mean that you've been following up with your appointments. Doesn't mean you have been given continued prescriptions for prep. Doesn't mean that you're continued to actually be on prep. A lot of people uh, can get prep very easily. You can get a bottle almost for free in a lot of cities. More than likely, very free in, uh, in a lot of big cities. And where, if you're having problems, message us to let us know. Yeah, we'll where, we figure can, it where out. we can connect you to care if you would like. We to will use prep. our connections, girl. But. I'm talking about the nefarious people in the in the streets in the system mm-hmm. that are saying that they're on prep, that have a empty prep bottle, but are not currently taking prep, probably never even took prep, um, and at the least not currently prep adherent. Those people are people that you need to not trust as much as you would trust a lot of other people with your health um it's very malicious for people to identify themselves as someone that's on prep and prep adherent to not be prep adherent and not be currently taking prep because now they're putting themselves in this public health diaspora of contracting hiv still because they're still putting themselves out there with other people and then come in and playing with you and meanwhile, they're contracting different strains of HIV. What if I'm saying, lying? I was like, what if I'm lying? Yeah, and, and it's a grand possibility both of y'all <laughs> niggas lying. I don't, I don't believe that that's out of the realm of possibility either. <laughs> what if I was lying? That both niggas is lying about being on prep. Meanwhile, both y'all HIV positive at the same goddamn and time. And got wild strains of HIV. So or a wild strain of gonorrhea that I don't, I have not identified that I have yet. So trust but verify. And but how, what? Give me a so method to verify. Yep. Okay. Here's a trust but verify. I'm on prep. Okay. I I put it in my bathroom. So anybody, I'm currently celibate at this moment. That'll change for my birthday. Honestly, truly. But whatever. But um. But if I have a date over that I'm gonna have sex with nine times out of ten, at some point they're gonna be in my bathroom. Hopefully. Um. I have it in my bathroom. I have it in my bedroom. It's very easy to identify. I know the gays are nosy. They're going to pick up the pill bottles, figure out what you're on, what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I never do, noticed. Let me go look. Okay, keep talking. I'm going to go look at your bathroom. Um, But I do that on purpose so that any date that I have can trust but verify when I say that I'm on prep, I'm on prep. Like, my name is on a the bottle. There are pills in a bottle. This is my shit. Oh, I am at here. Oh, this ain't Truvada over here. I am a hero. Oh, wow. In taking mine and I'm responsible. So when you get into these sexual So you do have prep in your bathroom. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I never even noticed. 
Okay, I'm gonna go put it back in your bathroom. Bless his heart. Um, trust but verify in in one visual. Do you see it? Is it visually present? Do you see him take it? If you're around the nigga, twenty four to forty eight hours, you see him eat all his meals throughout the weekend. Um, drink all his drinks, go to sleep, wake up. He eating more meals. Y'all going to brunch. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to the movies. Blah blah. blah but you ain't seen him pop. Babe, pill. hold on. I need to take my breath. You ain't seen him take no pill, no period of time. Trust but verify. So at first you trust in his word, but now verify. Look at his actions. Is he really taking pills? Really, if y'all start dating, y'all should be. If it's a y'all, y'all should be taking. I'm. I'm. I've. Escalated okay. from just dating because if oh, it's just okay. dating, you just need to be looking, verifying, okay. verifying. Okay, is it here? You got some? Do you okay. really got it? That's just a casual. I'm a fuck encounter. Date. Yeah, casual encounter. Because other otherwise, you're not gonna be there long. Okay. It's when bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh huh. If you want to be like really anal about it, you can ask him to take it in front of you, depending on what his schedule is. Oh, and say okay. I trust but verify. Have you taken your prep today? Okay, cool. Take your prep right now. In front Can of you me. take prep early? If you take like 12 hours early or six hours early, is it okay? Medically, most doctors like would, once would, or twice. would like for you to stay on the regimen that you're on at the oh. prescribed amounts of times and at, at those times during the day. But if you sleep once, you, a, a lot take of it people, early. Yeah, a lot of people change like over the years that i've been taking prep mine has changed from early 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 morning before i go to work because at the time i was going to the gym before i was going to work that shit stopped um to when i got to work sometimes uh at different points of of different years it was at lunchtime because i knew i would remember it other times it was right when i got home from work right when i had dinner and then other times it was right before um I went to bed, so I it would be the last thing I know. I'm like, okay, did I do everything I was supposed to do? You got one pill to take before the end of the day. So it's cha- the different time zones have changed for me throughout the years as long as I've been taking it. Mm-hmm. But as long as you are sticking to a typical time structure, meaning it's not in the morning on Monday, in the afternoon on Tuesday, in the evening on Wednesday, in the morning again on Thursday... It still needs to be a congruent time period. So if you change the time period to mornings, if you change the time period to lunch, if you change the time period to evenings, then consistently be on that time period. Can you the next day change that from, well, I took it at lunch yesterday, but now I'm taking it at dinner today? Yes. Uh... Yes, you can. You still cover it, especially if you've already been adhering to it for weeks oh, ahead okay. of time. Okay. Um, you, you've already had this buildup of of the different medicines in your system that is not going to completely adversely affect you. If you came in contact with HIV all of a sudden, and now, you know, you took it at a different time today, take it again tomorrow. The same is used for, for post um, exposure prophylaxis, which we'll get into next week. Um, But the important thing again, sexual health this week is trust, but verify. If you have the trust, but verify and hookup visually see it, Trust but verify in a dating situation and or relationship. Y'all need to link y'all schedules. If y'all both on prep, y'all should be taking the shit at the same goddamn time. He should be seeing you put a blue pill in his in your mouth and you should be seeing him put a blue pill in his mouth. Yeah. Trust but verify because there are people out here that are not telling the truth about being on prep or being prep adherent. Very, very important. There is an increase of people in relationships um, acquiring HIV from their partner 
because they think, oh, I got a boyfriend. I am safe to have unprotected sex with him. But he or her cheating and exposing you to um, the virus because, oh, to get up. Um, what's next for us? Um, I will save our mental health key for next week. So starting fresh in December, we're going to have a great new mental health key. But this week we will move into our songs for our souls. What's your song? I think mine going to be better than yours, so you go first. That's racist. <laughs> I get to be. On Thanksgiving, I came over here and I had on my Whitney shirt. And when I knew that I was going to wear my Whitney shirt over here, because um, you live seven hours away. Um, so I just went on and turned on my Whitney music. And Heartbreak Hotel caught me up. I was right. Mine is going to be better. So, well, shout out to you. <laughs> um, but what that what that moment meant for culture with um, Faith Heavens and Kelly Price joining Whitney on the track and the video where they were um, out at the ocean and Whitney left a fur coat out there in the ocean. Fur. So, <laughs> it might wash up out in Puerto Rico. No hurricane. Um, you know, I'm just... That moment for pop culture with Whitney Houston, Faith Evans, and Kelly Price... That was really hot. Especially of the box and especially being premiered when it premiered on MTV and it just looked lavish for the time period. Yeah. Like at that time, it was just like this beautiful hotel. They were in like Tiffany blue outfits, matching outfits. They even put Kelly in something cute because Kelly was big at the time. And, you know, it wasn't as positive to be a big girl in the music industry as it is now. And, you know, Kelly was cute. Faith was always cute. Uh, Whitney was coming back saying, girl, fuck them niggas. I'll throw all this goddamn shit away. Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... The helicopter. Def- yeah, definitely a moment. I want a helicopter for my video. <laughs> definitely a moment. Um, so can you fly the helicopter when I um, release my new music? I'll, I'll fly a drone. <laughs> I'm qualified to fly a drone. <laughs> oh, and, and there are legal um, ramifications regarding where... Anyway, what's the song for yourself? Um, the song for my soul this week um, comes from an R&B songstress um, that I admire. Uh, she's quite problematic. Quite problematic. It, it, she probably should get over to hereforashop.com and get a, a K. Michelle at this point. Not quite as problematic, <laughs> but sure. See, you said you was um, Bridget Kelly. <clears throat> We could throw out the pictures and throw our dreams away. Uh-huh. We could forget the words we were afraid to say, and we could live with the mistake tearing us apart every day. Uh-huh. We could let all the good just fade away. But I want to stay and fight for you. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Don't do that. Fight till my heart is black and blue. Don't do that. Fight till... There's nothing left, not one single strand of the love we had. I want to stand, fight for us, fight like hell before I give up. That sounds like Whitney Houston too, or Aretha. No. Okay. Till I'm the only one, the only one in love, I'd fight for you. We could turn off our feelings and go about the days, put on the happy face, tell everyone that we're okay. Uh Uh-huh. And we could just say you and me were probably never meant to be, or we could be nothing Break up more with him, girl. than a memory. Woo. 
So long story short, she did break up with him. <laughs> but this song is one of my favorite songs of her whole discography. And when I say Melanie her, Fiona, no, if I'm we, trying. I'm like shit. Who else is gonna be? Fuck. And when I when, <laughs> when I say her, I mean her. Her, she, she don't do all of me. that. .com, <laughs> .gov, .mil. She, huh, is already booked to do something else. Oh, she's always booked. She don't need no hair right now. She can shave all the hair off the top of her head right now, and she still has the a full face of deep makeup. Sick. Oh, but she can raise a goddamn kid by herself and get a whole new man if she want to. Oh yeah. She is the up and coming Braxton girl that <laughs> thinks she's gonna be Tony Braxton, but she's not. Um, she is Tamar Braxton. Did you? Oh, mm. if you hadn't guessed by now, yeah. Tamar Braxton. Y'all say I'm the dramatic one. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> still the, here. I'm theatric. <laughs> I'm theatric. Um, Tamar Braxton's one of one of her best songs for me is "Stay and Fight" on. Hey man. Technically, it's her second album. But her, she says it's her she first said album. It's her debut. <laughs> so I let her. I let her rock she with said, it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let her finish. Love and War is her first album. <clears throat> We're gonna pretend another one didn't happen. Well, who started on the album called Tamar Braxton? <laughs> who was on that album? The Doo Wop Hop Hop Chicks. <laughs> um, I highlight that because she just stay and fight. She just dropped some shit that um felt like Walgreens. Brand ass music and brand ass music video, and I was just like, "Well, let me just, let me just simmer in what I know Tamar can do. Mm-hmm. Tamar be wanting wanting to do shit that's not in her lane. She wanted to be doing the um, what was that one, Hot Sugar? And I'm like, I know that's what you want to do, but that's not what we want you he to do. You want the Hot Sugar, Sugar? I'm like, just do that in your studio and do it for your pleasure, and you can listen to that song by yourself. You don't have to give us that." She was like, when I be in the Camaro and I turn the bass up real high, I be feeling it. First of all, I mean, um, your bass settings is off. Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't no bass in hot sugar like that. <laughs> this is not Mike Will Made It Produced. What are you talking about? Um, and so I understand her as an artist. Like sometimes an artist wants to share things that they are passionate about with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I can release my singing in the shower, and y'all will be like, that nigga should just stick to just taking pictures. Just take pictures. <laughs> just take pictures. In silent videos. Shade? But yes. Um. So, I don't do that on purpose. Because I'm like, I know, what, I know what my community wants. They don't want to hear me sing in the shower, for the most part. LOL. If they see me sing in the shower, they want me to pan down. That's... But we're not doing it. You do have videos of that. First off. Secondly. Not your business. Third of all. You're a liar. Shut in conclusion. Mouth. Anyway. Um, so I wanted to go back to the things that I celebrate and love Tamar Braxton for. Uh-huh. And they are things like Stay and Fight. Because she did some amazing vocals. The, the songwriting was amazing. It was um, arranged amazingly. Uh, she needs to go to that. This other bullshit that she got out right now. Because she wants to do like some burlesque on the cheap shit. Take it the fuck back. I'm not here for it. Well, let's just look at sales of Whitney Houston Heartbreak Hotel versus Tamar Breaks to Stay and Fight. Anyway, listener questions. Send us your questions to hereforitpod at gmail.com or 
any inbox where you can find us on social media. This week, Penny via Instagram. You said Penny was... What does Penny do? Penny the Magician from Magicians. Penny the Magician. Okay. Penny via Instagram says, Hey there, I have a health-related question to ask you guys. I'm a bit nervous and don't know where to turn. I've had a bump on the head of my penis area for a while now, and I got tested last week for basically everything from HIV, syphilis, herpes, and gonorrhea. My doctors called me today to confirm that I tested negative for all of that, which I am thankful for. But now I'm trying to figure out if it's a pimple or if I could possibly, oh, or if it could possibly be HPV. I'm hoping that it's just a pimple, but how could I know what it is for sure? Thanks, Penny. Some people have those little bumps around the head. Like, if it's a the bumps around the head, I heard that that's okay. Yes. In some cases, like, small, like, they seem... The minus, micro... Yeah, they seem minuscule because yeah. of uh, heat and moisture around... Um, if your draw's too tight, that's why you need to... Yeah. Yeah. Around it's a lot the, of heat uh, Around the van's difference area where, you know... The head. The head is, if you have four skin that goes over it, a lot of that is covered. It can be a lot of heat and moisture that can cause those things. What I would suggest Pity do, number one, is request a full panel testing. That's number one. But so, they got HPV. That, that's not. The, okay, so if it included HIV, syphilis, herpes. Herpes and HPV are different? Or herpes and yes. HPV? Yes. Okay. So, request a full panel testing. Full panel okay. means all of the above what i can ear spot from what was read was dot chlamydia chlamydia is typically not going to cause a bump but if you're not tested for it you didn't get a full panel testing you need a full panel testing for any sti std infection Mm -hmm. one um number two you need to one physically assess what it is that is on your penis is it a bump? Is it a pimple? Is it a cyst? Is it uh, hard? Does it itch? Does it have pain? Assess that one. Go back to the doctor when you do that full panel testing and show the doctor. A lot of times, um, I don't know if it's just black males or it's just males in general. Because I know black men in general just have a hard time whipping their dick out in front of the doctor. Big, small, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's all male, all males. But I know black men that have that problem. Again, I'm like, nigga, you got like 12 inches of dick. He gonna be... He's gonna be like... not. I don't want to say excited. He's gonna be impressed to see this. Like, why are you scared to pull your but dick out at the doctor? But even if it is small, it don't even matter what is going on. Like, I have a pimple on it and um, I need your help. Right. So that's, that's the main point. That's the main point that I'm trying to make. Is Ooh. one, you assess the pimple yourself so you can describe to the doctor what you see... How long it's been there, that's one of the other most important things. And factors. if you had a full panel, they swabbed it. Not necessarily. Okay. So, um, swabs are Because they, they be like, um, sir, we would like to put a swab in your urethra. I'm bottoming. Y'all should just check the back door. Ain't no reason to check this front door. That's what I do. I do the front door just because yeah, I like awesome. to be yeah. inclusive. Um... Control swabs are going away. It's more self-swabs now where you swab yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and they give you the directions on making sure you do it right. Make sure you got to go within one 
one a certain amount of centimeters within the follow the directions on the packaging that's given to you okay so um again assess when the first time you saw this was because that's going to be very important to the doctor is this something that is just child you not clean enough down there it could be that or it could be something that um could be a little a little benign but can be very curable easy to fix um something that could be frozen off or burned off depending on what it looks like um be able to describe those things to the doctor and then physically show the doctor because a lot of times we will see things and then a medical physician will see it and be like oh that's what you're talking about that's a vein you said this about that's a vein you have a veiny penis so show it to the the physical show it physically to, to the, the doctor. professional so yeah. he can make an assessment because you may be making assessments at home and you ain't went to nobody's nursing or medical school then after that wait for your uh results to come back from your full panel testing your doctor has done a a visual physical of it you will be fine um and you are the medical professional but i will say don't be afraid to ask to um go to another doctor on um, the penis is a urologist or the penis urologist is, a, is, is okay is so do not be afraid to um pay your 35 dollars to go to a urologist if it sounds like you went to a primary care physician where you could get a full panel but do not be afraid to go to a urologist yes it costs more money to go to a specialist but that's how you know that your money is going to a great place because they specialize in penises and vaginas so they know those two things very well, well. Not necessarily vagina. Um, OBGYN specialized vagina. See, look. So they definitely specialize in one if it's a urologist. Great. So um, yeah, it might cost you a little more, but girl. But do you want to find out about this bump on your dick or not? <laughs> I, I I want to find out because I'm scary. Yeah. Because I'll come up here and show you. I'm like, um, Anthony Superman. What is this? And I I need a copay. <laughs> I need a copay. I need to know what this is. I need some help. But so don't good, send us the pictures. Do not send us the pictures to hear for a podcast. Go to unless a, you have a twelve inch penis, and then we're interested. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, get your full panel testing. Get the doctor to physically look at go it. Go to a urologist if you need. And write us back and tell us what uh, you found out. Yeah, because we're concerned about you, Penny. Uh, we love you, and we hope everything's okay. What are you here for this week? I am absolutely, resolutely here for um, this 12-year-old young Thai boy who has been in drag modeling on Instagram. Are you serious? Very serious. What's his name? I got to Google it. Uh, His Instagram name is Nez underscore T-Y-Y-Y. Nez Thai. Yeah, get into it. So, um... I have seen over the past couple of years people bashing oh. um, the work on Instagram is. or the the work on the internet like we in the 1970s and this shit is not real. Every fucking body who's anybody is on Instagram. Crown, lashes. Yes, cut through. I'm, I'm Wait till I get to the story. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on Instagram. Some people, most people are kind of even on Facebook. This people him is a Twitter. boy, he still got a light beat. <laughs> Just like, everybody is and so when people denigrate 
um, modeling or selling stuff online on boutiques. Or, oh, you just you just an internet boutique girl. You just an Instagram model. A full Brett's dog. Get into these pictures. There are full business people with portfolios that just have an Instagram. They don't need to actually be in nobody's face to be successful. This young man at 12 years old is a drag persona. We have drag queens here in the United States of America that we put on TV probably two and three times that are not as popular and not as paid as this 12-year-old person that knows how to do makeup better than them. And, and that's not, that is a read. And it's sad. <laughs> the story this week is um, he was able to buy his family a new house in Thailand. Uh, 12 years old. 12 years old. Multi-million dollar uh, income from his drag persona on Instagram. Um, this is thanks to his impressive makeup skills and fashionable outfits he dons on Instagram. The boy Nez is currently in elementary school. He began playing with his mother's makeup out of curiosity and soon developed a love for it. With his parents' full support, Nez showed yeah, off his mama take his pictures. Showed right off here. his full drag looks on Instagram. It wasn't long before Nez's Instagram account took off. He currently has over three hundred thousand followers. Due to his talent and popularity, Nez was able to score promotional deals with various cosmetic companies and brands. With the money made, he was able to buy his family a new home. Get the fuck into it. 12 years old, media mogul, brand ambassador already. And y'all say shit can't be done on the internet. Just because you can't do it on the internet, just because you can't do it on Instagram, don't mean somebody else can't. They were struggling in one of the poorest areas of Thailand, losing their house. Their gay son doing drag saved their lives. They have a brand new house bought just off of the back of his 12-year-old gay ass, wearing makeup, inspiring girls, teaching girls how to do makeup on the goddamn internet. Take that, you hoes talking about Instagram models. And he got brand deals. Multiple, multiple. He got like the... Download this app and uh, he's standing next to the girls on the red carpet. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, he's there doing it 12 years old. Wow, so take that to these girls and be like, Oh, that's on Instagram, that's that cute. So it's on Instagram, and it's made this nigga just young man, excuse me. I'm, I'm from Detroit, yeah. Um, made this 12 year old young drag queen, aspiring drag queen, millions of dollars. Get into it, I'm here for it. Shout out to Nez Ty. Okay. And I didn't want to do this because I feel like it's my favorite thing to complain about. I feel like I've complained about this two or three times. So I can't complain about it after this time if nothing substantial happens. But Sarah McCain. Oh, shit. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Megan McCain. Might as well be Sarah. And Abby Huntsman on The View are so draining. They just added Abby Huntsman. And she makes sure that the world knows every time she opens her mouth. Oh, and my dad is the Russian ambassador to the United States. He's the the U.S. ambassador to Russia. He's the U.S. ambassador to Russia. Yeah, the Russian ambassador for the United States. Same difference. No, means he's Russian. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not here for it. She... uh, it's just like every time she opens her mouth, if she says like, oh, well, I'm Ronald Matters and I have 10 million views. And they're like, they're like leads your commentary on 
if the the colors for the fall should be red and green for the holidays. Ma'am, the colors are going to be red and green whether your daddy was the ambassador or not. What is he he actually doing between these U.S.-Russia relations? Because we out here. So I don't know if this is the the best bragging point. Being investigated. Our president about to get impeached. Well, not my president because my president is still uh, Barack Obama. And Michelle Obama is charging $2,000 for the meeting greet for her new book. And that's my last call as well. So just be prepared, y'all. So Abby Huntsman constantly mentioning (laughs) your daddy is the Russian ambassador. So... So, you still trash, motherfucker. Um, and after the Thanksgiving break, um, Abby came back and she was crying. Not to discount the story, because the story is about to be great. Um, during Thanksgiving weekend, Abby Huntsman's father revealed that he was suffering from melanoma of the skin. And he needed to have a procedure to remove, I think it was like on his leg, or was it on his arm? Um, I like John Husband though And he said he didn't want to tell the family Because he just feel like Oh if it's this little thing I gotta get removed If it's like a He thought it was like a lipoma or something Like if I get it removed Cool I defeated it And so she was sitting there crying Dragging it out You know Sarah McCain I don't Her name is Sarah in my mind I can't She looks like a Sarah <laughs> Megan Megan McCain They're Irish they- Megan's Megan. dad just passed from um, cancer. Oh my God. And she was reaching across the table, reaching for Sarah's hand, and they were trying to have a Republican moment on the view. And I'm just like, but what a about Joy Behar? <laughs> what about Joy Behar? What about Whoopi? What about Sonny? Because they don't identify with y'all. But anyway. And then Megan. I caught about her name. So Michael B. Jordan was on. Um, What's it called? The read. No, the show. Wow. The wow. view. Bam. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Because first of all, I got so fucked up when they tried when she tried Michael B. I don't know what the name of the show is. I can't get your name right. What's the name of your show? Anyway, so um, Michael B. Jordan was on the the day before Thanksgiving to promote Creed Two, and Megan wanted to reference one of the original Rocky quotes. And she told Michael B. Jordan, you might not care about this, but when my dad was dying with cancer, I would say every day, it's not about how you get hit, but how you get up. And Michael B. Jordan's response was, why would I not care about that? His face, his face said more than that. Like his face said, what the fuck you talking about, bitch? Bitch, you just tried the brand. You just tried to have the whole Rocky girls against me. You just had to try to have the council girls against me. You just tried to have the military veterans girls against me. You just, you gonna tell me as the girl of the Rocky brand successor, I'm the successor to the Rocky brand, and you gonna lead your statement with, you might not care about this, but I told my dad every day when he was dying of cancer, bitch, bitch, bitch. I've already said a thousand times I don't like you, but bitch, girl, I mean woman, ma'am, you tried it with Michael B. Jordan, and I'm not here for it. Megan McCain is a Scorpio. Are you serious? (laughs) I just said the, like, the first thing I ever licked on, the first... uh, 
So maybe like that's the kind of woman that you need in your life. I don't. Inspire to try it <laughs> to inspire, all the time. Inspire passion in you. You got a joke. I, you better reach back in whatever that is you Googling. She's an Aquarius. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not. Uh, Megan McCain is listed as uh, born on the 30th most popular celebrity birthday, October 23rd. That's a Libra rising. That's a Libra falling into <laughs> Falling out of my face. Wow. Out of my face. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so Abby Huntsman and um, Sarah McCain move. <laughs> Both y'all. Re- Where's Anna Navarro? Y'all announced that Anna. She's going to be a part of Navarro was going to sit on there every Friday. And, oh, so because it's Thanksgiving, Black Friday, y'all going to have Anna Navarro. Why? Because it's a black one. And Whoopi was sick too. So that's also. We have come to the best. I love the view, but these girls gotta go. Okay, who would you you like to replace? I like Anna Navarro. Put her. Well, Anna Anna Navarro is already there. So who? So if you had to replace Megan McCain or I thought I was going like Abby. Abby. I really thought I was going like Abby, but all she does is sit, does the exact same thing that Sarah does, and goes. So which one would you replace first? Oh, when I was a Fox News contributor, ma'am, that's not helping you. Constantly saying. Okay, so how's the weather today, you guys? Oh, well, when I was a Fox News contributor, um, the skies used to be blue. I don't give a fuck about your goddamn... Oh, when I used to write for... Ma'am, what's your last hit song? Telling us about when Baby, Baby, Baby went number one on your first album don't mean shit to me. Or when, um... Ah, Baby, Ooh, Baby... Was the number one on Billboard for 10 weeks? I don't give a shit. Was that Blue Control? <laughs> that was Ashanti. I love oh, Ashanti. Oh, that was all Ashanti. I love Ashanti, but I, I was doing it for shade because our listeners would get it. But Woo! They would have to listen to Ashanti first. <laughs> um, we have gotten to our favorite part of the show. It is time for our last call. Shout if out to you us. have alcohol available and you are not at work currently, Please take a shot with us. If you are at work early, have a sip of your latte. My fresh vanilla coffee this morning. The, the girls in the break room say, oh, this smells so good. What are you doing? I have a K-cup with French vanilla in it. I don't know what you girls would be drinking in here. Whiskey. It's Sibley. <laughs> of course they're drinking whiskey. Um, so take a shot with us as well as we close out our episode. My last call this week is to understanding the power of your pussy. It is untapped, unmeasured power that uh, it seems only a few men and or bitches know. I know one woman in general knows the power of her pussy. And her name is Michelle Obama. Last week while on tour promoting her New York best-selling book already. Best-selling book already. Flying off the shelves. Get this for somebody as a, as a stocking stuffer. It looks amazing. Um, she was surprised by a special appearance of her husband. The current president in my eyes, Barack Hussein Obama, mm-hmm. showed up on her book tour. While they were both sitting down answering questions... Um, Michelle was asked about a restaurant owner that she previously dated. Oh, Petty. Yeah. You on book tour. They're going to ask you Petty shit. I'm petty. Um, and so Barack interjected and said, so had you married him, 
you would have been the wife of a restaurant owner as a cute little joke slash side shade. Us like, in the audience is like, this could go really woo! right. Or this could go really wrong. It went both ways. <laughs> <clears throat> Michelle also being a uh, law school, well studied law school, <laughs> law school, law school graduate Princeton and Harvard had a comeback for Melania could never. She had a comeback formulating while he was throwing his shade, friendly shade, mm-hmm. at the same time. Without missing a beat, she said very poignantly, No, had I married him, he would have been a president. You have to know the power of Bitch. pussy, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> she said, This pussy right here is the reason that your ass got to be president. You would have never motherfucker had a chance. You would have never been the girl. You would have never been the guy. I helped make you a president. You would never have been president if it weren't for me. If it weren't for this pussy. If it wasn't for me guiding you and helping you and making you better. I could have took a fucking restaurant owner and made that nigga the motherfucking president. Is what she said in Chicago wow. Latin circles. Wow. To the ex-president of the United States of America. You have to have some... Wow. Some, you have to have some... Children by the nigga. No, no, no. You have to have <laughs> oh, some faith and some strength in your pussy to know Amen. that you can tell the former president of the United States of America, no nigga, you would never have been president of, of the United States. I could have took this nigga that owns a restaurant and made him into a president if I wanted to. If mm-hmm. I so chose to mold him with my vagina, he could have been. Babe, go left. He could have been the president of the United States of America. You would have still been community organizing in Chicago, my boo. Don't get it twisted. Babe, don't take the I'm highway. the come up. Take the street. Babe, babe, don't go this way. I. She said the path. Hey, man. Babe, the light turning yellow. You should stop. Um. She quoted every great thing that Beyonce said in Upgrade You and just Amen. basically said, listen. I'm the streetlights. I'm the streetlights girl I'm the streetlights Without me you'd have been out here in the dark Probably been shot in Chicago I'm the streetlights Michelle Obama is my last call She knows the power of her pussy and I'm here for it My last call this week Goes to New Orleans native Super underscore scent On Instagram She um, rose to fame On Vine and of course after Vine Yeah did what it was going to do. Moved on to um, Instagram with Tokyo Vanity. And Tokyo Vanity was on Love & Hip Hop. So New Orleans native Supercent started her um, cosmetic brand, the crayon case. And in one hour on Black Friday, her shit made $1 million. So shout out to Supercent and her team. It was a cute. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. Her team had a cake, and they came in and said, congratulations. First of all, bitch, you already got the cake. So y'all just knew we was going to do a meal? Y'all just knew we was going to do a meal in sales. Pre-orders. <laughs> Shout out to the squad. The pre-orders came in, and it was like, well, we can afford $40 on a cake. I need that type of team around me the t- for the team to know, girl, we're going to slay this. We're going to do this, and we're going to, bitch, book a meal in an hour? So shit, y'all being nice to me because y'all want bonuses for Christmas? What is this about? But, oh my God, watching the video was so amazing. S-U-P-A underscore C-E-N-T. Shout out to her. And her, 
black owned New Orleans cosmetic brand out here. Give y'all girls competition. Well, not give y'all competition. Give y'all girls inspiration for the club this weekend. Because what? Y'all got y'all new cray crayon case orders shipping out. And then I went to her profile. And the girl was like, girl, I placed my order an hour ago. It's already shipped. Bitch. Bitch. Customer service. <laughs> Bitch. Do they have a concealer? Do Bitch. they have like some eyebrow pants? A primer. A moisturizer. Oh, I need the shimmer. What's the shimmer that you put Do on Do they have cheeks? a four, just a whole four men's collection? What's the shimmer that you put on your cheeks? The highlighter. highlighter. I need a highlighter. Yeah, the the Rihanna highlighter is slaying the girls. Yeah. So shout out to Super Scent, um, the crayon case, and um, one million dollars in an hour. Imagine if they still had product to give, what they did the rest of the day. Y'all can ate cake and then went back to work. Y'all can also do the same thing over right here for a shop right now. Um, we're not gonna be able to support support a million dollars worth of things. <laughs> But we're going to be able to at least support $150 worth of things. <laughs> I'm joking. You are so well, kind. Get, <laughs> uh, get over to that and you can start pre-ordering your things for Christmas. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow the show on the internet at Here For It Pod. And of course, hereforitpod.com. Go over to Patreon. Um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash here for a pod. We have bonus content. We did an exclusive about Michelle Obama's book last week. We talked about we talked about so much. We can do like 15, 20 minutes extra content all the time. And we will have some videos coming And I was going to say, we heard the girls talk about our video. Videos Y'all coming at you like Cleopatra. Yeah, I need more video content. So we was like, well, I'm going to get um, my eyebrows pierced, and I think you was gonna get the two slashes. I'm getting my my breast. My, I'm I'm waiting till my breasts uh settle in. I don't want y'all to see luppy titties, and y'all be like, "Ooh, that nigga need to go on botched." So I'm waiting till my breasts settle, and then I'm gonna be back on video. Yeah, for the girls. I'm gonna get a forehead reduction, and but we coming back to video content. We love y'all. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, as previously stated, the award winning. RonaldMatters.com. Um, follow me to Babylon. All um, right, I'm still the back. Is this Star Wars? Babylon. They was always going no, to Babylon in Star Wars. A, they, they were never going to Babylon in Star Wars. Babylon is a club in Dallas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, look at. I am still the backdoor Santa. Make sure that you subscribe. To this podcast, we will not know your love unless you are subscribing. You will not know when our future future episodes drop because as the holidays are coming, again as my birthday comes, we don't know when we're gonna be coherent. You know when you're gonna get an episode. Sagittarius. So subscribe because until 2019. Adventurous. Are you polyamorous? Sometimes. Sagittarius is adventurous. Sagittarius. So I'm an optimist. That's a lie, but okay. I am. Okay, you gonna swallow tonight? Are you optimistic that you could possibly swallow tonight? I'm not optimistic about tonight, no. <laughs> no. I see you grab your neck. What do you grab your neck for? Because I like choking myself since ain't nobody <laughs> choking me. Bye. Bye.